It is the story of my life that is tough right there with good guys wear black. And just before that, we heard uh, Black Sabbath featuring Ronnie James Dio, who unfortunately uh, left this earth uh, 10 years ago today. But a guy who's alive and well and with us is my good friend and partner, Chris Aiken. What's going on, Chris? What is up, man? How we doing? We're here, ready to do this thing again. This week has blown by for me, and I'm, I'm ready for some more CMS. Yeah, it's time. It's It has been a very fast week. It's a strange week, a week that I did homework for the show. Yeah, look <laughs> at you. You actually did some show prep. I did a little tiny bit. Not it, much, but yeah. some. Look at you. I, I don't have to carry the whole uh, weight myself. And, you know, of course, we uh, do have some very diligent listeners who are always uh, submitting things to us through the week and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, this week uh, you did a little little show prep. I did. I did a, a couple of things, which is great. It's a, it's a rarity. Don't get used to it. Well, <laughs> trust me, I, 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 I will never get used to it. I mean, there was like a two and a half year time where I think I did the whole thing. Oh, never mind. That was all you. <laughs> and the numbers were booming. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It is what it is. But here we are. We're back again. And, uh, you know, we, we got uh, some things lined up tonight. Yeah, uh, we're uh, we got a couple of live guests who are going to call in, and we got some fun stuff to do, and you got some subject material you'd like us to cover, and uh, you know the fans are just clamoring for us to uh, to come back and entertain them. Yeah, it's it's time, isn't it? It's been a week. Yeah, it, it feels like we've been on our own little pandemic. Yeah, no kidding. I was out on the trail today doing a, get a couple miles in and I was listening to, uh, last week's show. I, I just, first of all, I started off with the Tommy Skio interview. Okay. And, um, I listened to that and then I thought, okay, well, I, I, instead of checking out my normal podcast that I listened to, I thought I'd go back and listen to something we did. Okay. And, uh, we did the, uh, uh, something about, uh, you know, wear a mask or I'll shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. And I, I'm telling you what, I was, I was actually out there laughing. Uh, to my, I must have looked like a real idiot out there, out there laughing, listening. Uh, we did that whole segment where we were doing the whole A team thing. Yeah, uh -huh. and, and talking about Mr. T, and you were playing the A, a team uh, theme music, and you I know, mean, we were making all kinds of. Um, historical reference jokes and things like right. that i thought god damn this is why we're so good is because we have recall memory that's beyond most people i know we recalled in that segment we recalled stuff from what the 50s well even <laughs> even later we talked about the underground railroad and harriet harriet tubman and uh you know all kinds of stuff there was all kinds of historical references in there <laughs> We're old, I know, but if you know your history, kids, you get the jokes. Yeah, I, I just hate to say it, though. We really are old. <laughs> yeah, we're old. It is what it is. You know what? But the thing is, is I, I'm glad I know what I know now. Right. Sure. You know, because nothing, not much of anything remotely fools me these days. As as, yep. uh, as uh, President George Bush said, uh, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me once, or sh f fool me second. Sh we won't get fooled again. That's right. <laughs> and you said it exactly the way he said it. Too. <laughs> was that an impression? <laughs> that was an impression. 
<laughs> so uh anyway tonight uh we're gonna be speaking to our good friend uh stevie rochelle yes he's got something he wants to talk about and i've uh asked our good friend jericho green to uh stop by the show he was on the show a few weeks ago but uh i asked him to stop by again this week because of uh in addition to his family yes so uh, i wanted him to share that with us tonight uh and uh let it welcome welcome him to the fold. Yeah, he's going to share his addition with the family with CMS TV. It is. I that's what I understand. That that kind of surprised me. But of course, you're the uh, you're the man behind the curtain, always trying to work those details out. Well, I've been texting or emailing with Jericho back and forth, and been like, "Hey, bro, why don't you come on CMS TV?" He's like, "Okay." So I sent him all the techie stuff on get coming on and. Then he, he went to try it, and of course I took a nap, so we didn't get to test it all. So God knows how it's going to work. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully it'll work. Uh, you know the way it should. It's not that difficult. It's really not. You just plug it in and say go. Plug and play. Well, so I just sent you an email, by the way, of the um, that Tommy Skio thing that I was telling you during the week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. There we go. Oh wait, what is this? The Tracy Guns one? Yeah. That's pretty good, too. You that, can play it if you want. You can that, play it raw. I mean, it's just funny. Well, what? what, what is it? So uh, it's somebody went on Cameo and um, sent a message to Tracy. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, is this something we need to get into now or is this something for later? No, we can hold it for later. We can hold it for later. I just sent it to you and I sent it to the request. All right. Well, when we get into, you know, a little bit of music talk and stuff, we'll play the Tommy and we'll play the Tracy. Yeah, sure. And uh, we'll we'll talk about that. But, you know, mm-hmm. rather than uh, blow the blow the wad so early. Yeah, no kidding. We'll, we'll save it. Uh, we'll save it for later. Okay. So what what is your week consisted of? Um, getting ready to open pinball PA, really just, um, doing all the legwork for that, dealing with lawyers all week, dealing with, um, uh, you know, writing the appropriate verbiage on, on opening, um, you know, all the shit that has to go on now to get my business back up and running. Did, did, uh, do you believe, or do you, uh, think you're gonna, you know, face any kind of backlash or do you think it's cool to do this? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Um, <laughs> seriously, I, I mean, the the local representatives yes. in Beaver County, which is our county. You said Beaver. Um, I said Beaver. I did. I like I like going to Beaver County all the right, time. Right, right. Um, but the local reps and the local sheriff and the district attorney said they will not cite and fine. They will not cite and they will not close anybody down. But... Um, but uh, the Fuhrer, Tom Wolf, said that he will, um, he's going to send his state police to any businesses that open and lock up the owners. Are so, they? All right. So there may or may not be a show next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going and I'm definitely opening the doors. All right. Well, I see that, uh, you know, multi billionaire and uh, entrepreneur Elon Musk is thumbing his nose at the state of California the same way saying, yeah, come lock me up. I'm, I'm opening. Fuck you. Yeah. And didn't California say, well, we'll turn off your water and your power. Yeah. 
Uh, go ahead. You want to see the guns come out in full force? Go ahead and do that. Yeah, no shit. But yeah, I, I saw that uh, he he's like, yeah, I, I'm I'm opening. I don't care. I'm not going to sit here idle this long. It's just it's time. Well, he's in a different situation than I am. You know, I am without question. I am not wealthy. You know, certainly not wealthy enough to to sit around for six more months of dicking around. And um, you know, I'm opening. So, you know, I I'm not going to be a slave to this fucking guy. Okay, I'm just not do it. And if that means I have to do some jail time, whatever, it just builds the lawsuit for the civil rights violation that'll come on the back end of it, or the constitutional violation, rather. Yep. You you have the right to move about freely. And you have the right to open your business. Yeah, you do. You know, so, you know, and of course, this fucking knothead, he's out there threatening a bunch of shit that he can't legally. We're going to pull your license and we're going to do this and that. It's like, you're... you're Read your own fucking state constitution, cunt face. How about you fucking understand that that has to be done at the legislative level, you dick? Yeah, well, you know, I, I saw a lot of that this week. I was, uh, you know, people are getting to the point to where they're just like, like you. They're just like, you know, I, I can't afford to just stay closed for months on end. You know, and, you know that we know who's in danger here. We know who's at high risk. Mm-hmm. That's a very small portion of our population. The people who are at the highest risk, we're we're so into this now that we already know who who's at risk. It's the elderly, people with underlying health conditions, mostly respiratory stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. You stay at home. You're you're a very very minute part of this population. You continue staying home. We'll go out there and make the money and open up the businesses and whatnot. And yeah. uh, you know, I I saw a lot of uh, commentary about this that. A stay-at-home order is not the law. Yeah, exactly. Just, it's, just, it's a request. Yeah, just like you were just saying, it's not legislative. A stay-at-home mm-hmm. order is not the law. Huh. It's, it, it's, it's simply a request, and it's a request. I'm I'm politely saying no. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna honor your request. How about you pay me? How about that? How about you just pay all my bills? I don't even want a grant. Just pay my bills. Right. And and you and with no reprisal. Yeah. Just pay all my bills, pay my staff, and I'll sit home forever while you take care of that. But since since I went to the trouble of doing all the bullshit with the loans and all that shit and got none of them, then fuck them. I, I can't sit home anymore. They didn't provide they didn't do their part, so why the fuck should I honor what they want? Right. Fuck them. Well, I understand and, and what what you were saying about the uh, procuring the uh, quote unquote the 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 relief loans. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, anytime that there's big money involved, there's always some kind of a, a scam or you know some kind sure. of corruption. Mm-hmm. So you're not the only small business owner who did not receive money that probably should have received money. Yeah, because this uh, d- distribution of these uh, loans, these government loans that they were giving out to businesses were left up to a lot of the banking institutions to disseminate yeah. that money. And mm-hmm. it come to find out what a surprise that uh, each of these banking institutions get a little cut of the money. Or a, per, or a percentage of the money. So the bigger the loan, the more of a percentage they get. Yeah. So the, the bigger companies that applied for this money, 
they take care of them way before a little guy like you because the money that they're going to, you know, the percentage that they'll get from whatever it is that you were asking for, not worth mm-hmm. their, not even worth their time to process. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, it's not my, worth my time. We're only going to get two grand out of this or whatever it might be. And we've got, uh, you know, we've got XYZ transmission company down here with a whole assembly line that's looking for $3 million and we stand to get $300,000 off that. Yeah, exactly. They're just not going to give me, give me the money. Look, I'll put, I'll put the letter that I received up. I'll read it right now, but I'll put it up so that you can see it on CMS TV too. Cause I don't want people to, to think that I'm fucking bullshitting here about this nonsense. Oh, I thought you were fucking bullshitting from the day one. You know, I mean, this is, this is the legitimate, this is the letter I got from my bank, Citizens Bank. And it says, thank you for applying for a grant through the Citizens Bank Small Business Recovery Program, which provided assistance to businesses dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic. Response to the program was overwhelming. Sure it was. With over 14,000 of our small business customers applying for a grant, the stories we received were moving and emotional and narrowing down the list of grant recipients was extraordinarily difficult. Yeah, the big ones got the money and the little ones didn't. That's what it boiled down to. Exactly. I'm sure that you you read my story of how I couldn't afford to pay my staff and that I needed, you know, 50 grand to continue. And you're like, that's pretty moving. Let's consider him. No. No. You went to, well, here's a guy with a chain of 23 restaurants and his his he's going to take three and a half billion or million dollars for, you know, and we're going to take his interest. That's what it boils down to. Right. Of course. So then it goes with the assistance of an independent third party, uh, 134 businesses were selected for each 15 to each receive $15,000, a total of $2 million in funding. So this bank citizens bank, which is a fairly large bank, right? was able to help a whopping 130 businesses. Oh, there you go. 130? Get the fuck out of here with this shit. 14,000 applied, 130 got something. Yeah, exactly. Through the selection process, available funds were matched to businesses that could maximize the grant to assist their workforces and their communities in recovering from the impact of the coronavirus pandemic. That could maximize our, our percentage. Yeah. Yeah, I, my business, and you've been there, is in a small, poor town. It's probably the biggest non-chain business in the small town. And it probably, I I would definitely think it, it certainly helps fund that economy because people travel from all over the world to come and see it. That's fact. But no, we don't count as much as whatever, you know, paninis. (laughs) stupid unfortunately citizens is unable to extend a grant to your business i know this news may be disappointing and we recognize the pressures your company and other small businesses are facing citizens is still committed to helping you navigate successfully through these uncertain times and we will be unrelenting in the development of new ways and programs to provide relief translation we'll give you a loan where we can take more interest off it right that's it
I'll die from COVID-19. Yep. I went broke in the small town. Exactly. Citizens bankrupt me in that town. Now I'm homeless in my small town. Got no money. (laughs) Fuck you, Citizens Bank. I know the road back isn't easy, so please don't hesitate to reach out to us for business support. I did, and you turned me away. I did, you fuck, and you said no. Yeah, so why would I come back? (laughs) Yeah, we fucked you once, but come on back. We'll try again to fuck you. No, they're they're saying, come on back and we'll get you a low interest loan. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, we'll get, we'll make you pay for the loan you want, yeah. but we're not going to give you that free government loan. Yeah, so because I followed an unlawful order from our fucking douchebag governor, I, um, well, I get to go broke and I can go into debt over it. Right. Thanks. Thanks a fucking lot, Citizens Bank. <laughs> thanks a ton. You've been a great bank for me. Appreciate that. Yep. That's the reality that most most people are fe- are facing right now. You know, I know a lot of people complain and bitch and moan about it. That's why I had the letter at the ready to actually show it, show what people are doing. You know, you know, prove that there that there's just not the, all this money and people are stealing it. Small businesses are getting <laughs> yeah, well, the, the and and the truly small businesses not not as you mentioned like the chain businesses or yeah. or like a like a factory or something you know you're mm-hmm. you're just a you know a two-man show more or less or yeah and Couple. and they're, they're just like yeah that's that loan's not big enough it's like yeah, yeah. you don't get shit out of that mm-hmm. yeah that's exactly it they see the numbers that go through and they're like oh it's under it's under a million not important to us nah non-essential yeah. yep not important to us not you know, economically viable. Yeah. Well, they can't. They how much money can they siphon off of you know what I wanted, which was like about fifty grand. Yeah, about ten dollars. Yeah, there, there's nothing <laughs> they can really steal out of that, so they won't bother. Yeah, it's not worth our time to even process the paperwork. Mm-hmm. Nope. Which apparently it's not, because I'm I'm thinking that was a form letter that got sent out to everybody. Well, of course. I'm not, I'm not thinking that came at the end at the end of uh exhaustive uh, search <laughs> around a coffee table with my name on the table. Right. I'm not thinking that happened. Well, we're going to choose one of these guys. Is it uh, pinball PA or is it, uh, or is it uh, McDonald's? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. McDonald's pinball PA. Well, you know, McDonald's really needs it. They don't have any backing capital to keep them afloat. Right. Fuck. Out of here. <laughs> Eaton park. Is it, is it uh pinball PA or is it Eaton Park? Well, I don't know. You know, Eaton Park, they're they're on their last dollar. <laughs> oh boy. Well, anyway, I, I've I've seen that uh, obviously every time, every time that mm-hmm. some kind of government something you know uh, is passed, uh, and it takes a few weeks, but but the truth finally comes out, and it's like, yeah, you know what. That big bill that they passed for it was supposed to be good for all the people. Not so good because so and so gobbled up this percentage, and this you know this crony capitalism gobbled up in that percentage. And actually, you know, it didn't help anybody. Well, I'm, I, I for one am glad that um, that the Kennedy Center got fifty five million though. Yeah, I know. Well, that was important. 
I, I'm I'm glad that, that the Kennedy Center's fifty five million more important than saving. Oh, I don't know, a thousand businesses. Yeah. No, but yeah, at least at least we can have a museum of the of the moon landing. Thank God for that. <laughs> well, you know what? What I find funny is is as this uh, virus drags on and people are unemployed and. You know the uh, the news media has just been atrocious with mm-hmm. their with their reporting, and of course the the flack that Trump has been catching from the left wing media. These media companies are going under. They, they too, as you know, aside from the ones that are owned by the big conglomerates like uh, AT and T and Comcast and whatnot, but some sure. of these smaller news medias, what uh, if you want to call it news, you know, be it uh, Vox or or um, what is the what what is a couple other of those rag magazines? They're they're shutting down their offices and their businesses because nobody's paying attention to them and they're not making any money. Yeah, well, I mean, and and I get it. I mean, how can you make money when you're sitting at home doing nothing? Yeah, you know, I I will say this. I went out today. Um, you know, I had to go and truthfully, I had to go get my um, I had to go get my shotgun. Cause um, I wanted it for TV tonight, so um, I, I I had left it at Kell's, so I went and got it over from Kelly. And um, yeah, I think Ohio. I don't know what what state. I have not paid any attention to what the rules are in Ohio, but fucking a, the people were definitely out in force today. Holy smokes! First time in forever, there was like lots of traffic on the road. Oh yeah. So I think the people have already decided we're done here. Yeah. Well, I, I saw that. Uh you know, over in Cincinnati that they opened up some bar and grill today, you know, okay. the, some of the bars and things are opening up today. So, yeah. so they were pretty busy already, you know, and people didn't seem like they were fearful of going out. They, they went. It's kind of bizarre when you see the hodgepodge of people that are, and you could just look at them and tell the the petrified from the not petrified, you know, you see, today was about here in Ohio. It was like seventy-five degrees. It was really nice out. Yeah, actually. I was out. I was out on the trail today. So you know, it, it was a nice day. And um, me and me and Kelly decided to meet kind of halfway between her house and my house. And you know, because that's always lo- that always looks good. Passing a shotgun from <laughs> from trunk. I, I as soon as I pulled it out, as soon as she pulled it out, handed it to me. I was like, Jesus, this has got to look awful. You know, we're in the we're in the parking lot of a, of a little mall, you know, moving a shotgun that's in a bag, you know, across like, Jesus, this is like Oswald with the curtain rods. Well, well you know, you know what you should have done, though, is, is you should have been looking around suspiciously as you took the handoff. <laughs> just quick, quick. <laughs> yeah, kind of like looking over your shoulder, shifting your eyes back and forth. Exactly. But. <laughs> But it it was funny being there because we in the parking lot where I was parked was in a um, it, it was like on the side of a of two. It, it's a I mean I'll, I'll tell you where it is, but people at home won't get it. It's 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 in that little plaza where the Walmart is there in Streetsboro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of cat a corner from uh, the Hampton Inn over there and yeah. the Sheets, mm-hmm. which is where yeah, I stay it, where I stay most of the time. Right, right. So it has. It has a big Walmart, but then, like in the front, it has like a Starbucks, several, several buildings. It has a Verizon store and a Starbucks and a GameStop and a 
Chipotle. You know, it has a bunch of that stuff. It's almost like a strip mall in the front of the parking lot, so to speak. So I was parked between the Verizon store and the Chipotle. And I could see the people coming in and whatever. And you saw some people, no mask, shorts, T-shirt, fuck it. Then you saw other people, long pants, long shirt, gloves, blue gloves, mask, hat. Like, holy fuck. It's just like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. I, You know, I kind of get the mask thing, but I don't get the glove thing. I mean, if you get this virus on your hands and you're wearing gloves doesn't it just stick on the gloves yeah well i guess if you peel the gloves off outside with a stick or something so you don't <laughs> them. yeah the glove part i don't get so much as the mask okay yeah if you want to wear a mask and you're afraid of getting water droplet particles from some yeah. infected person maybe but Again, I was out on the trail today, and there's people out there jogging on the trail wearing a mask. And I'm just like, why are you wearing a mask out in the wide open? Well, you know what? I, I hate to say it, but a lot of it has to do, especially with the work teams now, with these fucking cocksucking faggot snitches. You know, they're, they're now that's the new thing. Everybody is snitching on everybody else now. I'll give you an example that I heard of this week, and he's probably going to kill me because I'm going to say his name. I'm going to say his name anyway. So our good friend, Billy Morris, his, his smoke and rock and roll has been open this whole time. And, and he, you know, he parked the truck and he, he's done everything he can to do the whole social distance thing and whatnot. And he sells his meat every day, whether it's, you know, ribs or chicken or whatever they're doing each day. Right. So him and Todd do a video each day for Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, I guess, just saying, Hey, it's wing Wednesday, you know, come on out from four to seven. You know, they just do a little clowning around and whatever. So Billy, of course, got a message from some fucking jizz ball. (laughs) Billy, you need to be wearing a mask and putting your hair up and, you know, it's like, dude, mind your own fucking business. Don't eat there. If you don't, if you don't feel comfortable, just don't go there. So, of course, on either Thursday or Friday, Billy did a new video, and he was like, he looked like Cartman from, <laughs> from <laughs> he was wearing, he was wearing like rider gloves and a big coat and a, and a, you know, a bank robber mask and goggles <laughs> and a hat. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you doing? I even called it because I didn't know. And I called him and was like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, oh, I got a fucking snitch, man. <laughs> And, and I already know I'm going to get that starting next week because I'm already seeing it on, on the Pinball PA Facebook. People are like, well, how are you going to? It's like, I'm not going to answer the question. Yeah, then don't come. Yeah. If you're uncomfortable, don't come. I spelled out everything I'm going to do. It's in the email. Come or don't. I even wrote that in the email that I sent out to all our customers. If you don't feel safe, stay home. Yeah, don't come here. Don't come. We're not going to require a mask. We're not going to do it. If that's uncomfortable to you, then put on your mask, sit in front of your TV at home, watch Netflix, you know, and keep don't, on staying at home. And don't play with yourself. Yeah, or do play with yourself, whatever. <laughs> Make sure you wear the gloves. Hey, Kill Collier on the air. 
Yeah, what's up, boys? Lou from the Lou. Hey, what's uh, up there, Lou? Going? It's been a while. I was afraid the uh, the Rona might have got you. Nah, no, no, not uh, no virus. But Chris, the best thing you can do for your business to get business is put up a sign up front that says "Whites Only." <laughs> that's uh, that, that's the best thing you can do for a business. And and how is oh. that the best thing to do, Lou? Can you explain that logic? Well, ain't, ain't it the uh, darkies that are all dying off from the coronavirus? <laughs> so you put the sign up says whites only. You don't have to freaking worry about it. Well, Lou, so, I don't think uh, that, I'm just going to be honest with you, Lou. I don't think that would go over too well in Aliquippa, Pennsylvania. Well, you know, it's your business, buddy. You can run it however you want. I'm just giving you a helpful suggestion. Uh, you know, I'm if, not, uh, I'm not if, running off uh, 33% of my business. No, thank you. <laughs> Well, I guess they're good for something. I don't know. Uh, uh, you know, I just want to touch upon something. The uh, caller last week called in about the uh, about that uh, shooting in, uh, what was that, Georgia? Yeah, now, yeah the, the, the guy who was, quote, unquote, jogging in his cargo shorts and work boots. Yeah, it was nothing, <laughs> it was, it was nothing but a couple good old boys went out of coon hunting, and they bagged them a coon. Is that how it What's went? The problem? Is that how it so, worked, Lou? That's how I see it. How I see it. You know, it's just another myth to uh, white privilege. You know, uh, one darkie can shoot another darkie. It's no problem. But let a couple white boys shoot a darkie. All of a sudden, it's a huge issue. It's a huge problem. Where's our white privilege? I take, even, it, uh, I, I take it you'll be turning off, um, turning off the radio for an hour when Jericho calls in? I love Jericho Green. <laughs> I love that guy. As my old man would say, he's one of the good ones. I love Jericho Green. Hell, I'd have him date my... I don't have a sister, but if I had a sister, I'd rather have him date my sister than somebody like uh, Mugle. Mugle. Or, you know, Mugle or, you know, some other limp-wristed faggot. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm all for Jericho Green. I wish you guys have him on more often. Well, he's coming on tonight. He was on two or three weeks ago, and he's coming back tonight. So, uh, you know, you get your fill of Jericho. Yeah, well, that's kind of why I refrained from using the N word tonight. You know, I respect to him. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm sure he. I'm not sure he appreciates Coon better. <laughs> well, it's a little softer racism, but hell, you can't laugh at racism. You <laughs> can't laugh at all. I didn't know there was such a thing as softer racism. I think that's a new uh, a new term that you coined there, Lou. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Maybe you know. Got your hard up racist, and you you got your uh, softer racist, right. uh, softer gentler type of you know. Neil Young said we had a softer gentler machine gun hand. Well, we Trump era, we got a softer gentler racism. <laughs> yeah, so. so Lou, are you gainfully employed at this point? Or are you at home like everybody else? Oh no, thank God, uh, I'm back at work now. Been back at work for over a week, so I can stop sitting around being more useless than a than a Negro in the first of the month. So, uh, so, yeah, I'm back at it. Where I work at, this stuff don't uh, don't affect us, thank God. All right. So, well, Lou, so, you're you're always a, you're always a handful. And that's what she said. But uh, <laughs> yeah. So, what else, Lou? Yeah. Anything good, or, or are you about at the end of your rope here? Well, I'm about my manager's coming in the room here, but. Uh, 
you know, just want to let you know I'm still alive and well, back amongst the living, finally, no more walking boot healed up, uh, you know, being a contributing society, being a contributing member of society, finally, all so, right. uh, and, you know, I just want to say to all you, you Bernie bros, or you Bernie fags, or whatever the fuck y'all are, this is what socialism looks like. This is what it. This is what it freaking looks like. This is socialism. Okay, does it make you happy being told where you can go, what you can eat, what you can drink? Being told you have to do this, you have to do that. This is socialism. Is this? Is, I mean, Jesus Christ! If, if people, if people think this is great, you you you're beyond help. You are beyond help. Well, I think you're competing with Eddie Trunk being the next thriller there, Lou. <laughs> well, yeah. I, well, I don't mean to get it. Just, it, just, it just ticks me off. You I, know, can, I can tell. I can feel the rage. I can feel the it, uh, the it, outpouring of emotion over the phone here. And 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 most people, you know, and don't people think? Well, why isn't there more? It's good that we have some people getting pissed off about this shit and are marching on state capitals and so forth like that, demanding businesses to reopen. But you got these stupid morons who, who live in these blue state, uh, states like, like California, like fucking New York, and they're probably sitting around thinking, well, you know, our governor, you know, you know, me in Illinois, oh, they think this is great. You know, our governor really cares about us. He really cares. He, he got us, you know, he's doing this because he wants to save lives. Mm-hmm. No, they're just a bunch of freaking power drunk, drunk on power tyrants. Yeah. <laughs> All they freaking are. Yeah. Uh, so. All right, right Lou, did, not- did you get that off your chest? Yeah, I feel better. Okay. Well, see that I'll go out and kill a hooker or something, you know. So. <laughs> All right, Lou, we'll strap in. We got uh 5 more hours to bring you some good entertainment. All righty. Well, hell and kill. Uh fuck you, pal. God bless Jericho. Uh God bless Jericho Green. All right. Thank us Lou from the Lou. Jeez. Lou some there. No, no. Not at all. Lou's a little pent up. I guess so. And, uh, it's been a while since he's been able to, uh, you know, spout his uh, thoughts and racism. <laughs> I'm glad we could uh, facilitate, I guess. Well, you know, it'll keep him from going out there and committing some kind of a crime. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we got uh, Stevie, Stevie Rochelle coming up here in a, in a few minutes. Yes, sir. And uh, we'll talk to him about his uh, his feud. Yeah. And see what he's got to say about that. So uh, you got a song you'd like us to play? How's about we go with... Um, um, how about Stare Down from Junkyard? Okay. We can do that for you. From the Old Habits Die Hard release. All right. Stare down. Let's see here. Stare down. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got to just pull it up real quick. All right. Junkyard. Junkyard. Yeah, that's a, that's a good band. It's, that's one of those bands that, uh, you know, unfortunately they didn't get their, their due. Nope. They got missed. Just flat out missed. They were great though. Yeah, I hear you. 
Let's see here. Junkyard, junkyard. Chai J junkyard. Might not be on the hard drive. No, I have it. Okay. Um, Old habits die hard. Yep. You might have to go to UE tube. I might have to do that. Thought I had it, but I don't. Junkyard. I know it's on YouTube. Yeah. There you go. And what was the what was the tune? Stare down. All right. Here. Oh, they had more albums than I thought. They have like six or seven. Yeah. Yeah, a lot more. All right, I got it. Here we go. All right. Well, we're gonna play a couple of tunes. We'll get Stevie Rochelle on the phone, and we'll talk to him and see what's going on. So here it is. It's Junkyard exclusively here on your classic metal show. <laughs> 